there was one time I was there, and I guess someone had, I don't know if it was a pocket knife or what kind of knife it was, but they snuck it and they put it in like a, the, um, how do I say, the paper towel holder in the bathroom? Whoa. <sighs> a breath back with another podcast (laughs) (laughs) we got laura with us today it's it's been a while that we've been talking about this Mm -hmm. and glad we are finally able to do it how are you i'm doing well how about you i'm good i'm good how are you feeling i feel good how's your day it was good i'm busy but it was good right so you you are in the medical field Mm -hmm. and it's gonna get deep because i really want to get into that because um like correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like also like um you know like mental institutions kind of they kind of have a correlation with each other Mm -hmm. do you do you agree no I agree yeah they do okay so you did work in a mental institution Mm -hmm. I worked in a hospital that had inpatient psych in it and it was a locked unit but yes so yes okay Mm -hmm. okay so we're gonna get into that that's going to be crazy. <laughs> okay. I know you have some crazy stories. Um, but before that, you went to South Korea recently. I did. How was that? It was really cool. It was genuinely a culture shock. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I went to visit my friends. Um, shout out to them, Astrid, Jesse, and Amber. Shout out. <laughs> um, so I went to see them because they're teachers out there. Okay. Um, and uh, so they had some things planned for us. And there were things that we wanted to do. Um, so we went with a pretty like small group, but it was good. And we did a lot of walking and we just discovered a lot of places, a lot of food. So it was genuinely a lot of fun. So you said, you said it was a culture shock. It was. How, what is like a big difference that you saw between like, you know, living in the States and then going to South Korea? So the technology, definitely. It was, um, very much more up to date. Um, a lot cleaner. (laughs) Then, um, like, New York, obviously. Uh uh So um, there were some places where I did feel like, okay, this is more New York to me. But, like, I didn't feel unsafe to, like, go to the bathroom because guaranteed the bathroom's going to be spotless. Uh uh Um, And then the subways were, they were a lot more easier to understand than they were for me to understand it here in, like, New Jersey, New York. Even if it was, like, were they translated? or They were, some of them were translated. So, like, um, but on the trains, they would say, like, you're stopping Korean, and then they would also say it in English. Oh, wow, that's Um, But we did have to download a whole other, like, whole different other apps. Uh One of them was, like, literally Google Maps, but, like, a korean version oh wow. um and then like a translating app just in case we learned how to say like hi bye thank you just to be you know more polite and uh-huh. proper and respectful um and yeah there were a couple we downloaded a taxi app like it was like an uber out there so we were able to use that so did they not have like uber or like they didn't have the uber app it was just like their own so it was called cacao taxi mm. So you had to download it, and um, it was basically, when you look at it, it's literally Uber. Right. Like, it looked exactly like Uber, just like a Korean version of it. I feel like 
we as America failed so much that they want no parts of anything. <laughs> no, I agree. I completely agree. Like, and like, it's true because, um, like, out there, like, I guess, like, there was a thing with like elders. Like, we did get some looks. Oh, so right. because we're not from there, I got looks because of my tattoos. Like, my friends did. But like, I know, I know this is different from like the Japanese culture, but like, people in South South Korea, they have tattoos. Like, I, they you know. Do. They, they like especially like um now with um what's that group what's, uh, it's like a popular uh, bts yeah they're okay. they're are they korean yes they are okay see i'm just trying to no, make it's sure okay. i cross my t's dot my eyes <laughs> right here okay. so they they're like i feel like because their music is you know it expanded and everybody you know knows about them now like i would expect or i would you know think that when you go to south korea you know you having tattoos or whatever they would kind of just be like okay this is like the norm now but yeah i i i thought that too but then again it's like i don't know it's it just you just felt like a difference out there Mm. i kind of felt like and i was telling raul this like we were like there um and one of my friends like that went with us so i was telling them like um i kind of felt like how my parents felt when they came to this country oh wow where it was kind of like damn it's like is this how they felt when you go to a different country like people don't understand you yeah and you're wondering like damn like how do i get through to them to tell them what i want like mm. i just know the basic hi bye thank you Anyangaseo. Um, yeah <laughs> that's all i know wait what, what did you say Anyangaseo. Oh, okay, see? That, that's high, right? That's high. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. And then, uh, thank you. Kamsamnida. Kamsamnida. Yeah. You got the accent down packed and everything. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Um, but yeah, so I felt like my parents, basically. Like, yeah. I was like, damn, is this how like they felt when they came to this country? Because yeah. like, people are looking at me, not understanding me. Um, and, like, it's just, like, it was just difficult. And, like, when we were in the taxis, like, some of them, like, did speak English. Mm-hmm. But some of them also assumed, like, because we're saying hi, bye, thank you. Like, they try to have a cold conversation. And now we're like, no, I'm sorry. That's it. I'm That's so sorry. It. This is as far as I can go. <laughs> so, but it was it was nice. Overall, like, it was a very beautiful country. Yeah. I felt like I was only there for, like, 10 days. So I still personally feel like I didn't get to see enough. Wow. But it was nice. It was nice. The The jet lag was a lot, but it, right, was, right. it was good. It how, was good. how long is the flight there? So we went to Toronto from here in Newark. And um, it was, I think, like an hour, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then from Toronto to South Korea, it was 14 and a half hours. So oh, it was wow. a pretty long flight. Yeah. That was the longest flight you've ever? That's the longest flight yeah, I've ever taken. Oof. So it was like rough. Yeah. And the getting there was rough, like going there. Uh-huh. Coming back, I think I was so tired from the travel and like everything that we did out there. Right. I just wanted to sleep. So I didn't even feel it coming back. Like I slept the entire flight back. Wow. So would you would you ever live there? I would actually. Like it was just very like easy to get like just understand things. Like I can see now why my friends are out there. Like yeah. they would love they would love to they love being there, like, mm-hmm. and they would love to keep staying there. Um, and I understand it, like, definitely in terms of, like, I mean, there are certain things that I did miss when I was out there. And, like, I love the food. The food was great. However, I think because being in America, <laughs> there were certain things where I was like, yeah, okay, I 
needs a little more salt. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no, like, I'm doing it. No, no, it's fine. But, like, I, my friends felt that way, too. Like, oh, I could have used a little more salt. Or I could use, like, is it pepper. Healthier? It is um, So when we went to the street market, there was food that was, like, I guess it was, like, fried food and stuff. Uh-huh. A lot of fried food. Right. And, like, on the street, too, like, when you would walk somewhere, like, kind of, like, like, um... Like when you see when you go to New York and you see like the halal carts, oh, it was yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, uh, or they would make it in front of you type of thing. So it was a lot of like um, fried food and stuff, but it didn't necessarily feel like unhealthy. Like one thing that caught my attention was when we went to like a coffee shop. We went to a couple, but um, I don't think they had a milk alternative, and I'm lactose intolerant. Oh. Even though I still eat cheese. But yes, <laughs> so like I usually drink like almond milk or oat milk, right. like whatever alternative they have, like I'll take it. Uh-huh. Um, and out there, like there were certain places that did it. So I was like, okay, like at least I brought my Tums. Let's <laughs> see how this goes. But like it, it was fine. It was fine. I had like, there was a place that we went to at night um, after like we went like, you know, out in the nightlife and stuff. Like we were relatively hungry. So my friends took us to like a pizza spot. I was so pizza scared. In yeah, Korea. Wow. I was so scared that pizza place or like that pizza in general was gonna make my stomach hurt because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, there's a lot of cheese. Like, oh my god, like, and it was like really late. Like, some of us were kind of tipsy, kind of drunk. Right, right. Like, and I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna eat this, and um, I ate it. It was a pretty big pizza, and I did not like feel my stomach hurt at all. And wow. I was like, wow. I'm like, so compared to New York pizza, what you got? I don't know. They're both like the same to me, honestly. Like you're with both of them, co- you're putting Korean pizza but it, at it's, the pit. <laughs> they're both pretty good, honestly. But like, I I don't know. Like they're both pretty good. I would say just because of like healthier, maybe like quote unquote healthier alternative in yeah. terms of cheese, I would say Korean. Um, Listen, it wasn't, there's no yeah. there's no healthy pizza. There is no healthy pizza. Like, but yeah, if you're eating pizza <laughs> with like what is it the. Uh, cauliflower pizza and stuff like that. Oh my god, like, no. I can't, listen, I can't do listen, it. Listen, the pizza better like the the grease or the oil better be dripping like It had it was it. a greasy pizza, but like I agree, I can't do the cauliflower yeah, no, pizza. No. no. It's it's don't just, ever. I'll be hungry still. Right. Like I love I, you go to the gym, I go to like I love the gym, but like listen, when pizza's around like I can't don't I can't bring help no myself, cauliflower. Yeah. yeah, like what cauliflower pizza, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> but like it, every time I order it, it just looks burnt to me, and I'm like, they tried. Okay, they it's tried. fine. It's fine. A for effort. <laughs> Does effort start with an A or E? E. E. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Then where would that quote come from? A for effort. I. I that's a good. I have no clue. <laughs> e for effort. It would be Cause e when for effort. Yeah, because when you were in elementary school, you get an E because it's excellent. I think yeah, but I think they would mean like A plus, like here's your grade for right. even making an effort. Type of thing. Wow. Maybe. America. <laughs> I'm just making things up. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so did you try McDonald's in Korea? I did not. Actually, oh. it's because like my friends were literally like, just avoid all the Americanized oh, but it's, stuff out I there. And I was like, you're right. Same. But I did have Chipotle out there and it's not called Chipotle. It's actually called Cuchara. Whoa. Yeah. Like spoon in Spanish. So I was so like, um, it was... It honestly tastes to me. I liked it better. I genuinely did like it better. The portioning was a little small, but it wasn't as small as like you know, something that I would genuinely be able to like finish. Right, right, right. So um, wow. I thought it was really good. It tasted fresher. 
it it really did taste fresh like i i loved it but it was chipotle it was it was like when you walk in you could tell like this looks exactly like chipotle uh, like the setup right, and everything right, right. the words like the lettering um, i'm like this is basically chipotle and when you go in it's like you get a you order a bowl like can i get a bowl with this yeah this, this, this. like I'm, I'm literally at chipotle oh wow so except like they just changed up the wording i don't know if it was like a copyright or something but they changed the wording and it says cuchara and i'm like okay but i'm literally at chipotle but it's fine <laughs> that's, but that's, it was good it was really good our friends took us and i i loved it so much man i gotta i gotta put that on my list south korea is definitely i had um a childhood friend um growing up i don't know if you're watching this sam lee it's been a minute but <laughs> hey if you find this somehow shout out to you you taught me how to use chopsticks more than that, though, it I takes do. a lot of practice. It does take a lot of it, practice. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. I couldn't. I just. I had learned how to pick up rice with chopsticks, and that takes a lot of effort. But like, if I like eat like that in front of my parents, they're literally gonna be like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, what are you <laughs> right. doing? Why, why are you eating like that?" And I'm just like, "Oh, like I don't know. Like, I can do it." See, but that's that's the first thing I learned how to pick up with chopsticks because it was rice. Yeah, I'm African. I'm a rice lover. When my boy Sam brought that rice. When, with his family and he had seaweed i was like yo let's get it bro i gotta do this learned at a young age i think i was like what like had to be like nine years old yeah no for me i think the first thing was ramen obviously ramen like, it was ramen yeah like, I, I had to learn the hard way like i was like i would give up so many times <laughs> yeah. and i'm like all right well i that's, have to learn <laughs> that's literally andrea oh my god we go out eating sushi and she's like yeah nah, i can't do this she grabs, grabs the fork. <laughs> Stabs it. Yeah. I used to do that, too, with the sushi. I would get so frustrated. Yeah. But then, like, I was able to figure it out. Right, right, I got right, better. Right. Just because, like, it took me a while to pick up, like, rice. So <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, this, this is a lot better. And it's better to use, like, I guess, like, metal chopsticks or, like, mm. um, or any chopstick that was, I don't know, not the... Um, not the straw ones. I don't know. I struggle with those, but I noticed with the metal ones or the oh, ones that you can buy at the store. I, yeah. think, I don't know if they're plastic, but those like those I can like we keep chopsticks here whenever we you use order metal something. ones or the wood ones. The like uh, I don't know even know if they're wood ones. I guess they are wood ones. Yeah, but they're like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And not the I don't like using the ones that you go to a Chinese like a Chinese store oh, yeah, the and they give are... you and they like you break it apart. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like no, no. those piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah but. those are those are the cheap that that's like the cheap mm -hmm. alternative but like the real ones actually i like those ones, yeah. yeah i have, feel like i have a better grip with those right 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 mm -hmm. oh man so how you feeling you you, you good you yeah i'm up? good good yeah i'm loose okay <laughs> all right so laura i gotta ask you now okay about your time in that, um, I don't want, see, I forgot what already. Like, I don't want to call the it psych unit. psych unit. Okay. I don't like calling it a mental institution because that, yeah. that reminds me of like, you know, like those movies with the like super, super crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to call it that. No, so I know. How was your time working there? So it was, um, it was different. So I was, so my role there was, I was a recreation therapist. I, um, was, um, well, recreation therapy, like we use activities to, um, and leisure to bring people like to go back to doing the things that they want to do, things that make them happy. Um, so I was working there for a year 
And um, it was very different. Like, it was just like um, there was a, we would, it would be an in and out unit. So it would be kind of like an in between thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, anybody from the ER, from any other unit would come to our unit. Okay. And they would be like, you know, there for a reason. Like, either they would have, and my unit was kind of like, it wasn't just like psych, it was also like kind of like a dual diagnosis. So it was like okay. two diagnoses that would be there. So sometimes they would not just have schizophrenia or like bipolar. They would also be there because they had some sort of like addiction mm. or um, substance abuse. So they would be there with a couple of things. Um, I don't know why, but I don't know if it was like an insurance thing, but yeah, I yeah. noticed that every single time like we had somebody that had both things right. or like not just one diagnosis, unless they really had to be there because that one diagnosis was that bad. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, they would be transferred to like um, a mental institution, like you said, like carrier or they would be going to like a group home like certain places like that, right. um, like psychiatric residency where they would live there. So there would be places like that. So it would all depend on like the person. All right. Mm -hmm. So when when you were there, what was like every day? Like what did your everyday, um, you know, job look like? So it would depend. So like we would get, I would get there, and I would um, we would have like um, a meeting with all with the doctor, the nurse, or a couple of nurses, um, the social worker. Uh, my boss was, like, the nursing supervisor and me. Like, I was the only one that had that role. Yeah. So what I would do is, like, I would run groups. I would see, like, you know, what they would, um, what they like to do, what helps calm them down, what they enjoy. Like, that was mainly my thing. Like, I, I was just creating, like, the groups and stuff and the activities. Right. And you you would run the groups? Mm hmm So yeah. it, it's kind of like what it, I'm, I'm thinking movie type thing. So, okay. like, <laughs> correct me, though. No, it's okay. Was it, like, kind of like that, like, scenery? Like, you guys are, like, in, in a circle just kind of talking to each other? Um, like it wasn't. That was more so, like, something a social worker would do okay, or, like, okay. a psychologist would do. Like, okay. um, they, she mainly ran those kinds of, like, emotion-based groups. I mainly did, like, the, the arts and crafts, the leisure. I would take mm. them outside. Um, but sometimes some of my groups would get a little deeper. But um, ours, where we were, wasn't really, like... Um, it wasn't really like, uh, how do I explain it? It wasn't really like the circle thing. It right, was like, right. it was like a, it was like their, their dining room. Okay. So there would be tables and chairs, um, and they would just all sit in wherever they want to. It would either be like one chair and a table. So they would mm -hmm. be scattered. Right. And it was pretty small. It was like the size of like my dining room right now. Okay. So it was pretty small. And it was very like, um, like, I would go around and see, like, what they would like to do. And, like, I would... But I would go one by one to each of their rooms. Like, if they're new, mm -hmm. then I would talk to the nurse, the social worker, the doctor. And they would tell me, hey, this... You, you are safe to see this patient by themselves. Oh. Or, like, hey, like, I don't recommend you see this patient right now or something. Because mm. sometimes I would get there. I would, my shift would start, like, at 8 or 9 a.m. And I would get there. And they would probably just get there from being in the ER all night. Oh, wow. And just because, like, we had, they had to wait for a bed. Mm -hmm. So I would get there, and they would be, like, sleeping. Yeah. Or, like, on medication or something. Like, just not there. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't even have a conversation with you. So I would go in, and I would, like, just knock on their door and be like, hey, like, this is who I am. 
if you want to come to the group this morning, you're welcome to come. If yeah. not, it's okay. We're, we can talk later. I just wanted to introduce myself. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, that's fine. Like, or sometimes they'd be like, oh, okay. Like, well, I'm awake now. Like, we can talk. Like, it yeah. would just be that. And and when when you would first, were they different age groups? Like, so yeah, the youngest we had was 18. If you were under 18, you weren't allowed to go up. I okay. don't know where they would go, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, it was like 18, and then we've had like pretty like older people like in the 80s wow majority of those would be like a misdiagnosis where it'd be like it's uh, they actually have dementia or something or they have alzheimer's or they're coming they're starting to get that um for for whatever reason like gradually that diagnosis or they would be that there could be somebody in their 80s with like schizophrenia like it's So it's like it would all depend, but sometimes it depending on where they would go. Majority of those people would go to either like a nursing home and assisted living. Um, it would just all honestly depend. So this was this was all to help them get better, mm-hmm. and or, then you guys would kind of yeah, we were like the in between. So it was kind of like they come from the ER for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Um, then they're in our unit, and then they're there. I think the longest somebody stayed there was like a whole month. Um, And then the shortest stay we've had was like a day or a few days. So like everybody's different. Right. Um, So it just honestly just depends. Mm -hmm. So like and also depends on obviously like insurance. So there would be some places where like the social worker would try so hard to like get these people to certain homes or like certain residencies and just institutions. And like the holdup would be like we're waiting for a bed. Mm. Like there's no beds available. So they could be like, and then that just makes the patient anxious. Like right, they're right. just anxious all over again. Like, why am I still here? Why am I still? Here? Why is there no progress? And it's literally like, well, we're waiting for a bed. We can't send you out there. Like you don't have anywhere to go. Oh, wow. Um, or even sometimes we had like homeless patients, and like the homeless patients, like so. What we would do is like um, the nurses would do this in like the mental health as, um, assist, assistance, I guess, or aids. What they would do is, like, when we have a new patient come up from the ER or wherever, um, we have to literally, like, take all their belongings and check them Mm -hmm. because they could sneak up a knife. They could sneak up scissors, anything sharp. Um, They could sneak up, like, a vape, something. Like, all of that had to be taken away. Everything, everything, everything. So we would have to, like, check everything. And it was, like, when it came to us checking, like, homeless patients, it was really hard because sometimes you know like they take everything or bring everything with them so it would be like a whole garbage bag and you would just go through and be like i don't know what's what's okay now like what we can keep what's not okay to keep because that's kind of all that's all they have Yeah. yeah so it's like and we can't really like um Sometimes it would be like a biohazard too. Like we would, there would be certain things where we can't keep because it was like completely soiled or just did not smell good at all to yeah, keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like we would feel bad telling them like, hey, we can't keep this, but we can keep this. And they would start like, you know, getting upset. And I'm like, I know, but we're, we're trying, you know, yeah. like, and then like when it came to their clothes, sometimes we had some of the nurses wash their clothes if their clothes were like completely soiled for whatever reason or dirty um and like we provide them we provided them clothes as well like gowns and stuff like hospital gowns socks Mm -hmm. so that's what we would do and it would be crazy because there were times when i was on that unit where patients had actually snuck up like sharp objects and i'm like how did it get through security how did it get through us and they would put it in the most random places like i think um there was one time i was there and i guess someone had i don't know if it was a pocket knife or what kind of knife it was but they snuck it and they put it in like a, the um, 
how do I say the paper towel holder in the bathroom? Whoa. And I'm like, how, how did I get? And the, the only person that found it was the housekeeping lady when she was changing the paper towels. And she's like, hey, I found a knife. Like, how did I get up here? Wow. And we were just like, what? Like, how did that get through us? So it was it was crazy. Like, yeah. the amount of times, like, um, things happen over there. So, like, I, yeah, it, it was it was wild. So when when you were there, you said you got in, like, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. No, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. Or, or, or 8 or 9 a.m., yeah. Okay, because them graveyard shifts, I would tell oh, you. Oh, no, 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 be... I didn't work those. Okay. I would leave by, like, I don't know, sometimes it would vary, like, 3, 4, 5, or I think the latest I've left is, like, probably, like, 5 or 6. But okay. that's only because, like, we were short-staffed. Yeah. I could help the nurses a little with some stuff. Or the social, or we had so many patients that even the social worker was overwhelmed. Oh, wow. To, like. Yeah that she needed help making phone calls and stuff. So I'll be like, okay, well I can do that. Like, I don't mind helping you. Mm -hmm. So I would help with that. Yeah. So uh, seeing, seeing like, um, you said they come in for like, probably like a month or so. Like, but mm -hmm. you also mentioned that people that were addicted to like, whatever, like alcohol or something. So like, would they stay longer because kind of the detox? Yeah. They would stay longer because of the detox. It would depend though. Some of, um, Cause it was, um, some of them didn't even want anything. They would just try to go cold Turkey. And I'm like, no, like you, you need something because it just depends on like what drug or alcohol they use and mm. the duration of how long they've used it. Right. Because like, it, it just depends. So like they would, so there would be like a medically assisted detox where like the nurses would give them something to be able to detox. I don't really know those medications, yeah. but I would just be like, you know, I would be monitoring them in my own groups. Like mm -hmm. if they got like the cold sweats or they say they're dizzy or they have a headache or they can't even get out of bed or they're extremely irritable, like they yeah, don't yeah. even want to deal with you. So um, it just it just depended on the person, honestly. So what, how do you feel like that affected you like mentally? Seeing all of that? Yeah. At first it was kind of like... I don't know, I guess for anybody, at first it could be, like, scary. Mm -hmm. But then, like, as I started to get to know these people, I'm like, I mean, these are just people. Like, you mm -hmm. can't really, like, be upset with them. Right. Um, like, and you start to, like, you know, feel bad for them. But then there are, there were those patients where I genuinely, like, and it sounds, like, messed up that I didn't feel bad for, where I was like, well... Because we did have patients that kept coming back. Oh, Like, right. kept coming. like so, And it was really upsetting, where it was like... You, we, we like you know you said you were gonna do this but yet you're back for like the third fourth time mm -hmm. so it's like there were those kind of patients where it was like you know we really can't help you and like even the nurses and the doctors and everybody like whenever we would have their meetings it would be like it was messed up we would be like well they're back like they're oh, here again yeah. like what are we gonna do like this this didn't help the first time what do we do now mm -hmm. like and it would be like it would be really messed up because sometimes like we would be out of like the social worker and the doctor would be at their wits end would be like, well, we sent them to this place, this place, this, this place. And we gave them this, 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 and that, and like nothing worked. So right. it's like, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. So those were like the hard cases. Right. And even like, and sometimes those patients were even like rude. Like they would be like, well, what do you do with me now? Like, I feel like, <laughs> like, I feel like, it, like, you know how people say like there are people that are like jailbirds, like they, they get released and then they do a crime just to go back. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there were some patients? There that were. Just we did have some. I think some of them were mainly like like homeless mm. or like just like 
because chaos was the only thing they knew. Wow. Like, yeah. if you think about it, like, that's what, that's their comfort. That's yeah. what they're comfortable with. Like, um, anything, like, that's not that is just, like, abnormal to them or, like, not, like, just, like, like, uncomfortable for them, I guess mm-hmm. I could say. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a little out of their comfort zone where comfort is their chaos. Or wow. chaos is their comfort, I mean. Yeah. So, like, it was just, like, sad to see that. And then, like, we've had some... We had some patients that were also just like um, had like abusive parents or had parents that or families or wherever they were staying was just abusive and like or abused them. and was just not comfortable. So they would come back on purpose. I remember we had this one patient who like she we knew like she knew when she was going to come back because she would grocery shop for herself. What? And like it was like it was actually really sad. Like we're just like 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 and it was I remember wow. coming one day where they're like, Oh, so and so is back and she brought this with her because she knew she was coming back and we're like, What? Like, like she planned it. Like she planned it. Like and it's messed up. Like because it's like you know you're gonna come back. So yeah. it's like I might as well plan for it. I'm like, that's sad. Oh man. But like it's we did have those cases and it's like where you get to know them like more on a personal level because they keep coming back. So yeah. at that point it was just kind of like, it was sad. Oh man. Now did what you went to school for, this is something that you like the course of something that you wanted to do. Um, so when I was doing my undergrad mm. and at Kane, I was, um, rec therapy was my major. Now that I'm in, um, I'm in Rutgers now for a doctorate program and it's occupational therapy now. Yeah. So it's away from recreation therapy, kind of similar, but not really. Mm. Like we deal more with like, um, we can go for any, like in any, um, discipline, like we can work in any, like, um, environment like we can work in the mental health or community um, but it's like right now it's kind of unheard of because mm-hmm. it's just like now emerging to be able to do that okay um, or we work in hospitals nursing homes like just being able to get people back to the things that they love and the things that they do um, just like to be independent again and everything so right. it's like we can but it's just like a little hard right now especially it's like if you want a stable job mm-hmm I think working in mental health and like the career path that I'm going to is kind of like a hit or miss. So it's like, I'm not leaning away from that on purpose. Um, but because in reality, no matter where I work in healthcare, I'm going to deal with somebody with some mental health thing. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm going to like, there's like, even like I'll be an occupational therapist. Therapist is in my like right. title. Yeah. I'm going to hear people's problems no matter what. So how do and, you, how do you deal with like, separating like especially now because a couple years now that you're kind of experiencing all of this so how do you separate that like job and and you just have to leave things at the door like i learned like working and when i was in the mental like the mental health unit like i learned like i had to leave things at the door like don't take your problems with you to work Mm. because then it's like you're you have to care about the person in front of you i mean of course there are certain aspects that you have to be selfish about like boundaries right um but like when it came to, when it comes to like your patient, like you're that's your client, like you're they're there for you, like they're there for you to see them, like mm-hmm. they're there for you because they rely on you to need help or you know like you're part of like whatever they need to be able to get better. So it's like you gotta leave things at the door, yeah. honestly, and not take it with you. Kind of like when you're with your friends, like you try not to bring things with you. Right, right. Um, I mean, I'm, of course, we all have friends and like our significant others that we vent to mm-hmm. and like stuff. But there are certain friends that where it's like you can't 
say things because like they're already going through so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they shouldn't see you like in this sort of way right right because then it's like you know then it's gonna feel like you're making it about you but mm-hmm. you're not like you're not trying to yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then it just adds more and it just adds more and it's like i know i'm that type of person where it's like and i need to stop this where it's like we're having a conversation and then like i like you're saying something and then i stop you midway just to like say like my experience and i'm like i don't mean to say it in a way where it's like uh, my situation was better but, than yours. Yeah. I'm just trying to relate. <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. trying to relate, and it's like it's a bad habit. It's a bad habit, and I know a couple of people that do this too. So right, I'm not the right, only one. Right. But it's a bad habit to have, and that's something that you can't do like at like at your job, like mm-hmm. in healthcare, because then it's just like, okay, why are we talking about you right now? Like right, the right. problem is me. Yeah. So it's like it, it's it's so you got to learn how to like it, boundaries. Did it with make that. you a good listener? A better listener? It did make me a better listener. Um, I mean, I still do it with my friends cause I tend to overshare. Yeah. Um, and I sh- overshare with every, like everybody, but, um, but when it comes to like, you know, working like in healthcare, like I had to learn how to like, you know, not overshare certain things Yeah. and like, just kind of just like, okay, like I'm talking too much. Like I have to listen to them. Mm. So it just, and then you, you see it too. And like, you see it, like if you're working with like a client or somebody like they they're gonna you're gonna see it in their face where it's just like okay like i should stop (laughs) like i can see that you're getting uncomfortable so or like i can see like whatever i said like x y and z is not making you happy Mm. so i feel like it also takes um somebody has to really have the heart like compassion to really want to help Mm-hmm. You know, because you get people from all different types of backgrounds, yeah, all different types of experiences. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to maneuver with that and work mm-hmm. with that. So exactly, kudos to you. Thanks. <laughs> and just and also to just be able to just like be transparent right. and vulnerable, but also know like what not to say mm-hmm. and like when to say it, how to say it. Like it's so hard to to do that. It's like I feel like sometimes I like have. Like a little voice in my head that that's like telling me, okay, like don't like stop, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. like stop, or just like, okay, you can go this far, but only you you can only go this far because you build relationships. Yes, yeah, you, you know? yeah, you do, and yeah. it's like it's it's part of like you know what I'm gonna be doing in my future, like whoever I'm seeing or um, treating, like I'm gonna be building like that relationship with them. Yeah. But it's like there's only so much that I can share because right. of like you know, of course, like the the relationship between patient and therapist or patient and whoever, whatever you are, like has to be like, it has, there has to be boundaries. Yeah. There's just, it just has to be. So I do want to talk to you about therapists. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But before that, I want to ask you about Mm -hmm. like the hospital and nurses and everything. A lot of people believe that like doctors and nurses and this whole, like, you know, like medication and stuff, like they're actually trying to like, harm you more than help you Mm -hmm. you know especially some i sometimes i believe this like some doctors just like oh yeah just give them this give them that give them this and then it's like that person is so heavily medicated now it's kind of like no and, and like i've seen it too like in um where i worked in the mental health industry like it was just kind of like um there were we did we did encounter some patients that came to us where even our doctors and nurses were like, why are they on this? Like, mm. what is their purpose of being on this for so long? Yeah. Like, like we caught it. Like they caught it. They were just like, what? Why are they on this? Like they shouldn't be on. This. 
So with all this doctor and uh, institution <laughs> talk and therapy talk, um, there's a podcast that I listened to. I told you earlier, mm-hmm. um, it's medical horror stories. So there was this um, doctor in the UK back in like the 2000s, okay, 2001, 2002, and he grew up hating elderly, like elderly oh. folks, but. Um, he always had, like, a part of him always wanted to do something and be something. So he was like, okay, whatever, doctors, you yeah. know. And he hated elderly folks because of his grandmother. And um, given, he finally got, you know, passed the test, whatever, everything, and he became a, a doctor. And he started working. He was actually a nurse. But he started working um, in this, like, clinic, small little clinic. Um, and... Every time he would have an elderly patient, he would, like, spike up the insulin, like an insulin shot. I think that's the same nurse that we were talking about. No, really? well, may- Actually, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. But it sounds like the same case that happened, like, the, the nurse. I don't know. I think it, I think it was the in, 90s. In the one in New... New, new Jersey, York. yeah. Here in New Jersey. Like, that, that was, like, long ago. Maybe maybe he got like a correlation. Maybe, maybe. That, like, but I don't the, I don't know about the elderly though. But okay. sorry, continue. No, no. So it's all good. He um he would like spike up the insulin like medication or whatever, and then he would like he would like give it to them, and then they would go into like a shock, mm-hmm. and it was like a pattern that he did every single time, mm-hmm. and he would like um he would actually like enjoy like causing like pain to them just because of whatever he suffered with in his childhood mm-hmm. and there was one patient in particular that um he spiked up the insulin or whatever and um the, the like the nurses the other nurses caught it and they you know they swarmed into the room they're like yo what's going on this and that and he's like oh like i don't know and just you know the patient just started you know whatever mm-hmm. going you know into cardiac arrest or whatever and um the patient survived but then uh, the patient came back like a couple weeks later and had the same nurse. Oh, my God. And he was able to have a second chance, and he did it again. And then that night, that patient died. Oh, my God. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. Like, hearing those stories, like, you can't help but, like, sometimes think, like, yo, what is it, like, sometimes these nurses? Not, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. obviously, not saying like, all of them are like that, but, like, they have so much power in their hands like mm-hmm. because people come into you know clinics and hospitals and they're like vulnerable you know yeah. what i'm saying like they need help so like a nurse and it just scares people to going to the doctor exactly like it, like there are people who just don't want to go to the doctor because they've heard these things mm-hmm. or they just like are like okay like i'm gonna wait until i'm like absolutely dying to go into the hospital. You know how many men don't go to Oh my god, visit? don't get me started on Raul, my boyfriend. <laughs> like <laughs> you see like there's so Or my dad. Men, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's so many men that just like nah, I'm not I don't need to go to a doctor. Like personally me, like sometimes I even hate taking medication. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's over the counter. Oh my god. Like I, I just Really? Yeah, like I'm just like nah, you know, I'll I'll be all right. I'm just I'm just going to, you know, whatever. If I'm if I'm having a cold then i'll just make some oh my god no if i'm like having a headache i'm like where's my advil like i just have to 
But it's like not be, but it's just because like I know it's gonna help. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I get I get you. You're like I'm gonna fight it out. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like that too. But sometimes I'm like no, I'm gonna be a big baby and take something. Cause like we <laughs> like, God gave us like natural things that we can use to like you know. No, and it's true. Right. Yeah. So like, have you ever heard of Doctor Sebi? Yes, I have. I've I've um, seen videos and documentaries. So what do you what do you think about that? Um, about his like natural way of yeah, like and like him like finding a cure finding a cure and then did didn't he like turn up dead or something exactly yeah. my point mm -hmm. yeah see what I'm saying yeah I don't care this is, this is out I don't care YouTube you, did, you don't scare me whoever you government police you don't scare me oh my god because <laughs> these topics are like you know no they're like taboo exactly mm -hmm. so I don't care. No, but it, like I've heard of it. I remember reading about it because I was just like curious yeah. and stuff. And I think I had a friend in the past who was also interested in this, and mm -hmm. we talked about it. Um, and like it's 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 crazy because I do agree. I do agree that there are things that like people know, and then they get killed for it because they know too much, and like it affects like like big pharma. It right. affects like. Like they're like, oh shit! Like they found a cure. No, kill them off, cause so people can keep coming to us exactly. for our own cures. Exactly. So it's like I do agree with that. I do agree with. I I agree that there's like a lot of like, like there should be cures for things by now. Like there are so Absolutely. many things that I'm just like, how do we not have a cure for this mm -hmm. by now? Like that's not possible. Like especially with like technology advancing, like are you like are you serious? Mm -hmm. Like are you sure? Like mm -hmm. we can't find a cure, but it's like. This this disease or this has been along for so many years. Why do we keep needing to have like a vaccine, or why do we keep needing to have like um, just certain things? Where I'm just like, we we don't like like why like why do we keep needing things? It's just so some things are just really funny to me. Like you know like <laughs> like just pushing like this crazy like everybody like get back you know vaccinated 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 everybody get vaccinated like oh can't do this if you no can't do this if you like yo, yo chill out bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No, I mean, like, I know, mean, like, I'm vaccinated because just because like healthcare, like uh -huh, I have course, to, yeah, and it's yeah. like I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. But it's like so, it's like no disrespect to those that don't. Yeah. But it's like when you get a little extreme about it, then I was just like, okay, I, I don't know, Cause I, I, so, don't, I don't, I don't want to be in this lane. Right. But like, and I'm, not, I'm not gonna disrespect it either. But it's like at first I was like that, like I didn't want, and my friends know this, like I didn't want to get vaccinated at all. Mm -hmm. Like I was just like screw it. But then at at some point where I was like. I got to do it anyway. Like I got to, I'm going to work at the hospital. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. going to do it anyway. Like I kind of have to, like I like right now, like where I work, like we do have patients in isolation mm -hmm. and that have like MRSA or like um, mm. they have COVID. Like they have so many things where I'm just like, okay, I kind of do need the vaccine if I'm going to be around these people. Right, right, right. So it's like, I, it's at the same time, it's like, well, I kind of got to protect myself as yeah. well. See, I don't knock anybody for taking it. If you took mm -hmm. it, if you don't take it, whatever, yeah, like it's neither. up to you, you know? Mm -hmm. but like my thing is like just the commercials and e everywhere that, I'm, that the, yeah look, the, the push the shoving it down your throat exactly. type of thing no like, i agree like that's it's my just problem like, okay i don't know right like you know they're they're the like we're kind of yeah we're scaring a lot of people exactly. here like and oh. it's funny mm -hmm. it's it's a fishy thing and and like they're just like if you actually read between the lines with everything that's going on around us and you really take a look and you're like okay there's like some things that are really like interesting like you are know? you are you positive right. like are you sure like, like yeah it's just like it just makes you question so many things exactly and like, yeah and and like for example this um the submarine thing right <laughs> you know, 
like I heard like you know like rest in peace to those you know that that passed away through that whole thing but my question is like we are in 2023 Mm -hmm. you lose your phone you could find it Mm -hmm. your phone is waterproof even you know like I think they were limited though with oxygen when I was reading it. I think they were only like, I don't know how many. Yeah, like, it was days only like had. a couple hours. At yeah. The but my thing is like, yo, there's a submarine that's going underwater. You know how far it's going underwater. You don't think you should put a GPS or a tracking device yeah. on it just in case anything happens. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's my thing. Like you guys can track, like. You know, somebody calling some like someone from like halfway across the world. Yeah. But you're telling me like these guys plan this. They planned it for like months, mm-hmm. months, even years. You I know. didn't know about the story, so I'm yeah. just now learning about <laughs> it. <laughs> they plan this thing, you know, and they're all like wealthy people. They're all rich. Mm-hmm. I think it was like twenty, like some some. and they wanted to explore some of them Mm -hmm. like one of them was like like went underwater to see the titanic the remains of the titanic over like 30 times or something like that (laughs) so this wasn't his first rodeo Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like dude came back up over 30 times Mm -hmm. you know so like now he's going with a bunch of other wealthy people and then you know like suddenly you guys can't find them creepy you know it is it is very funny it's pretty eerie right and you know talking about all this like like there's the way that they were like you know obviously we have to look for them everybody's looking searching for them when this whole thing happened but like what about all these other things that are missing in this world like the children Better, yeah, you know, I put like, that. I remember putting that on my story today on Instagram. Right, yeah, that's something that was, that's going around. I saw too, that. Right? And I was just like, no, seriously. So I shared it. Yeah, like, like, yo, like, there's more important things yeah. that we need to look for. But like, I, and I feel. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean to say that because like I feel bad. Like you know, like obviously there are people that lost their lives doing this expedition mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, and, and there are families that are grieving. And I, I hope that you know, like God gives them the strength to deal with what they're dealing with right now. But like. And the whole trajectory of the whole thing is like, yo, how come y'all didn't put all this energy or promote when, you know, there are people that are missing, like people are getting caught up in like human trafficking. Like, why don't yeah. why aren't we putting our money, the government, put your money and resources in that. dealing with certain things like that? You know why? Because there are certain billionaires and other people that are involved in that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, look at where we're headed in this spot. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. Oh, man. Listen. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Right. But, like, it's just just in, in general, like, all these things, it's just funny, you know? No, it's, it's, very, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Listen, it's all this stuff, the, Jesus is the only way. That's all I'm going to say. Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> government, it's not you versus me. It's you versus Jesus. Deal with Jesus, government. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. No, I agree. <laughs> it's just it's true. Oh, where have you see breath with breath leads us to a wind whirlwind with breath. <laughs> That's where it leads us. <laughs> oh boy. So I want to ask you, um, we're back to therapist and, and, um, okay. No more doctors. I'm going to talk about doctors. Okay. Okay. So, 
do you believe that everybody needs therapists? Like, do we need therapists in general? I believe, well, I personally believe yes. So you're going to get that answer out of me. Yes, I okay. do. So for the people that believe, like, okay, they go to a therapist and let's say this person, because this came up on another podcast that I did. Um, what if the individual that's getting therapy is from the hood, for example? Okay. Right. Grew up in the projects and he gets his therapist and she has no idea about the life in the projects mm. and she can't really relate to him. Do you think that would be even beneficial for him? No, like I, from there, I think you should just find another one. Mm. Like, cause there's going to be therapists that would like literally don't know what to do with you. And it's true. Or like, don't know how to deal with whatever trauma you're dealing with, because that's not like something they can relate to or something they're familiar with or they're either one. And it's like, it, it just depends on the person, honestly, like honestly, every, like and everything starts with childhood, like everything, mm. like we were like when we we're children, we're sponges, like we learn everything. Yeah. Like we, we absorb so much. Like sometimes, like I said in the beginning, like sometimes when you're small and you're like, you deal with so much trauma, you think that's normal. Like, you think that's your normal. Right. That, like, when you don't deal with trauma, you think something's wrong. Mm. So, it's, like, it's just it just depends on the person. So, it's, like, when you're little and it's, like, it's just, like, it just, that's just what happens. Yeah. So. So, it, it's, like, you mentioned a, a saying earlier, um, one size fits all, right? So, mm -hmm. it's not really one size fits no, all when not. it comes to, like, therapy and stuff. Mm -mm. Dang, then that must be tough for people that actually, like, really need therapy. And having to like yeah, because there are people who like literally have to find different therapists. And the reason why I say like people need therapy, and it's like you know maybe people don't need therapy. This is just my opinion, mm -hmm. you know. But the way the reason I say it is because like there's so many things that we don't know about ourselves. That's and I mean true. like it's in terms of like you said like you know with God and everything. Like yeah, you can get closer with God, and I agree. Like mm -hmm. it helps so much to learn about yourself. However, like when you like you just have to master things about yourself that you don't even know and like there are certain things that we do here on earth that like are that we learn that we see that we adapt to that could that are bad habits like yeah. and it's like i'm hyper like being hypocritical because i'm speaking of myself right now too like there are things that i do that i need to change yeah. i need therapy myself like we i'm pretty sure we all do you know it's funny i've, I've thought about it i was like you know because some people think you got to be in a really bad position to go to therapy. But it's like, and I saw this in another, like, um, I don't think it was another podcast. I think I just saw it, like, in some sort of video that I was watching mm -hmm. where it was like, you go to a doctor when you break your arm. What's wrong with going to a therapist when your mind's not right or broken, quote unquote? Like, what's mm -hmm. wrong with that? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's, it's, it's the same concept. Like what's, it's just like, it's just stigmatized so badly. I mean, now with this generation, like mental health is a big thing and people right, right. are promoting it and stuff, but at this, and it's like, it's a good thing that people are coming out more like regarding their mental health. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like there are people like that just don't think like therapy is necessary and it's like, okay, therapy is not necessary, but like there aren't there certain things that you have that you would kind of want to talk to about yeah. that like you can't talk to anybody else. Obviously, you can talk to God and everything. Yeah. But it's like there are things that like, you know, 
that you don't know about yourself that like you can just explain your whole life story to, to like a therapist and <laughs> they would be like i feel like okay also, like what some people are, it's hard to be vulnerable mm -hmm. that's you another know? thing it's hard to be vulnerable so i mean i, I think with seeing a therapist with therapists it would it would help you mm -hmm. not like be more vulnerable i guess like just help you explore more things about yourself yeah or like they also just guide you like they don't just like treat you and they, they don't treat you to like heal you like they yeah, just yeah. guide you to yeah. be like okay like i like why do you think that way oh what do you think of this like they just mainly like help help you like guide you like master things about yourself that you don't know all right like or like things that you pick up on that you won't pick up on yourself but somebody else in your life could and you could be like wow i didn't think i was this way and then like mm -hmm. you could get defensive about it if a person is like you are this way and or you're acting this way and they can get defensive and then you're like why why are like what do you mean i'm getting defensive yeah, like, yeah, this is just yeah, how yeah. i am <laughs> yeah. it's like okay but why are you the way you are like you don't know that so yeah. it just helps you i guess learn things about Dang. yourself it'll so. it'll like you you said you go to a doctor if you like your arm is broken mm -hmm. what about if you like your mind if you feel like your mind is broken or like weak like what's wrong with seeing a therapist right. like it's the same thing you're going to like i guess a professional like yeah. you're going like you, if you need help you need help like so there's something you, wrong with that right do you think though mm -hmm. that somebody who i don't want to put it like everybody's perfect but who's somebody who's doesn't believe their mind is broken right but kind of wants to just go to a therapist to kind of get to you know know themselves and yeah definitely you know, i agree would that would that be a negative thing it I, wouldn't be a negative thing yeah, if you right. want to go to just like know like know things about yourself or like learn or like just just to talk to somebody because mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure we all have like things that we don't say to like you know our significant others that we hold back because mm -hmm. we don't want their reactions or like just like things like behaviors that we have or habits that we have that we try not to like you know let come out to the light but it's like if we just speak to some like a complete stranger that would just yeah. know and help us like just like understand just hear us mm -hmm. like i have a friend um who sees a therapist and i was i saw her recently and she told me like she like that she just listens like she was like i've never talked to somebody that just listens like that doesn't because she was seeing a therapist who was just like talking over her like that she oh. felt like the therapist was talking so much that she's like i, I didn't really get to talk so she had to change it because she was like i feel like i didn't that person didn't even know me so she changed the therapist and that, and then she was able to like actually like have the therapist listen oh, yeah. to like her whole life story and like what's going on and it's like that's a that's a nice thing to have like mm -hmm. just somebody to just listen to you you, so, ever, you ever thought about going to therapy i i want to i do i do believe i need it like i i know i get very anxious like i have anxiety i have i i know like i deal with depression as well like so it's like i know i have these things but it's like I haven't gone to therapy myself. So I'm like, I'm promoting it, but I don't even go myself. But I want to, and I should. And, like, I probably will call somebody after this. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... <laughs> but oh, like, man, the way you led into that was gold. <laughs> oh, man. But it's like... No, but, I like, like I said, like, I... 
I know I should, and I feel like we all should. Like, we just have things about ourselves where it's just like, okay, no, like, maybe I should see somebody. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, I've, like, now that we're on the topic, I've thought about it. Like, you know, like. Were you against it? Not that I was against it, okay. but I was like, I was like. Oh, or, why? like, questioning the idea. Yeah, like, why do I really, like, need to talk to somebody about, you know. But I'm like, I know I could deal with my own issue. Like, not deal with my own, but like, yes, you know, I've, God is there. You Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, talking to God and, and, you know, God changing your heart. But like, just to like, talk to somebody and kind of getting their, they don't know you. So like, kind of getting their response. And at like, the same know, time, like, and I don't mean to like, turn this around on you. Do you feel like God gets upset? Will, or would get upset or would look down on somebody seeing a therapist absolutely not Ex- exactly yeah. so it's like what's wrong with what's wrong with it yeah, like yeah. it's just not like you know if he wants you if he sees it's helping you he wants you to get help or like in some sort of way and like this is helping you mm-hmm. then like th- then what's wrong with it right right so because if you really think about it too like talking to like even a pastor mm-hmm. like that's and and like he's it's literally like counseling would you consider counseling therapy yeah there's there's different kinds there's like psychotherapy i think and like mental health counseling so i mm. think like i um i think there so there's like different types i don't know the types right. like that but like i i think there's like categories right. I, i'm just speaking out loud because yeah. i don't even know but like i've heard different ones like i think um like for mental health counseling, I think some of the school counselors are mental health counselors. And then oh, there's like right, the psychotherapist. Right. So it's like, I don't know if there's like, like I said, I don't know if there's categories, mm-hmm. but like, I think that's like, that, that's how it is. It's probably part of like the branch. Right? Yeah. It's like, like it's just different like aspects. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there's like specific ones where it's like the marriage ones, like the marriage therapy and right. family. And um, there's ones where like there's therapists that just speak to children or mm-hmm. just be, like th- there's different kinds. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, because mm-hmm. if, if you know pastors are doing counseling, they're listening to people's issues and problems, and you know helping guiding mm-hmm. them. You know, mm-hmm. and there are Christian therapists. There, yeah, there. there are, yeah. there are, and it's like I don't mean. And this no, term, this term bothers me. <laughs> say it. it bothers me when people are like, "God is my therapist." I said that on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers, and I I don't mean like, I, like that's great. Say that's expre- great. That's because because like I, that, I get what that's you're great. Saying, that's though. great. That's amazing. I'm so happy you have a connection <laughs> with God. Don't get me wrong. No, I I love you, big guy. But it's like I'm not trying to like push that down. Like, but it's. It's like, okay, I understand that, you know, you might feel like you're great, like your life is amazing, nothing's wrong, but it's like, I know there's something. Of course, of there's course. There's always something where it's just like, it just comes creeping in that you're not letting out, of that course. you're not like, like, yeah, you're expecting it to God, don't get me wrong, but it's like, don't, sometimes you, sometimes you do feel like you need to speak to somebody. That's true. That won't make you feel like you're crazy. Yeah. So, and that's I hate, a, I hate a, the term crazy, but it's like that won't literally won't make you feel like you're crazy. Cause then, cause then at that point too, when I did say that it was kind of like it, looking back at it too, it kind of makes you feel, it makes you like, look like very biased like, in a yeah, way. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, forget therapists, but like they're in a position to 
to help people too. Like it's mm-hmm. beneficial what they do. And you know, um, it's crazy because doing it's like a, they don't heal you. Like I said, like they no, just no, 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 guide no. you. Right. They just they're just literally guides. Right. Like they're gui- they just guide you to like what like steps for your own personality or whatever you're going through. Like that's what they do. And I and I I do believe everybody has, you know, besides talking to God about it, like people will go to the grave with secrets that they, you know, would want to tell somebody but don't, you know, can't mm-hmm. express it to anyone. And it's like, don't get me wrong, like, you love your significant other, and, like, I love mine, and I love my right, family. Right, right, right. Like, they're my, my best friend, like, certain things, you know. But it's like, there are certain things where you feel like, if I tell them so much, like, yeah. just, like, little things, or, like, how I grew, like, more things of how I grew up, mm-hmm. what I've experienced, what I've seen. It's just like, are they really going to look at me the same? Mm. And it's like, you don't want that estranged relationship anymore. That's, that's true. And it's like, they're like there and i know like that's a big thing with men too like men do not open a lot of doors because they want to seem as like this big strong person for their for their lady you know like and like there are women that are that do that too like Mm -hmm. they don't want to do that to like you know to seem weak in front of their man so and it's like it's good to have somebody to just like let everything out and just talk to yeah. and of course you got to go through the whole trial and error sometimes like and if you find like a great therapist then and there like that's amazing uh-huh. but then there are people that do have to do the trial and error and it's like it's messed up when they can't like when they go through the trial and error and they can't find somebody because they don't feel like anybody's mm. helping and i feel so bad for that because yeah, it's just cause... like damn like now you're gonna stop trying and feel like it's really not for you yeah. when it's like it's 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 like bad luck so Dang. Mm-hmm. You just <laughs> just open my my mind up because it it's true. It's true, you know. And it's like when I was at the sorry when no. I was at the oh, the, the hospital sorry um, <laughs> when I was at the hospital like we did have like like the people with schizophrenia people with bipolar like all those diagnoses like all those people um they like we've had like there was a pastor specifically like we had um we had like a catholic priest Mm -hmm. or father and we had a pastor who just didn't um like he was christian but he was also like a non is a non-domination yeah is that what it's called Mm -hmm. okay so like he was non-denominational so he was like um like he just went there to just talk literally just talk like and i was like that's crazy like hospitals have like you know religious roles and it's like maybe not too religious maybe not like religious religious but you know what i mean like spiritual roles Mm -hmm. i should say um and like just to like talk because like we had there and i've seen patients where they literally feel like like god won't accept them because they are the way they are and it's Mm. so sad or like and it's like they the pastor comes or like the priest comes whatever and like just talk to them yeah just have a conversation because like you said like pastors and priests and like they're all they're all counselors as well like you know they hear you too so it's like to see that was really nice because some of them like we i remember seeing like a patient who just genuinely felt like he was like insane he was like i'm not gonna get accepted to heaven with the way i am or the way that i think like i can't help the voices in my head he was like and i feel like god's not going to accept me because of the voices in my head like it's just so sad and it's like it's not your fault and like and then they feel punished or they feel like god doesn't want them because of what because of what's wrong with them yeah, and it's like it's it's just or like what's going on with them and it's like sad so and it's, it's like, like a cry too it's like he's crying out for like he wants god mm-hmm. and then he's like yo but i but i feel like there's this wall 
Dang, yeah, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying. And I've also seen, like, with, like, LGBTQ, like, mm. patients that were, like, going through the same or, like, going through, like, I remember we had a, I remember having, like, a patient who he, um, um, and this one, like, blew my mind, where he thought because of, like, how he was raised and how, like, he changed, like, he, he changed, like, his gender mm. and, like, he was, like, and, like, his family was very religious and he was, like, I just genuinely feel, just genuinely did not feel like I was, I was like, you know, who I was, and I like, I think they were, I, I don't know if they were transgender or not, but like, you know, like they changed their pronouns and everything. And then he was like, because his family was so religious, he felt like as if like nobody, like he wasn't going to be accepted to Is heaven. This was his, his own family? Yeah, his, no, it was him. Like he was, he would go to like the pastor, the priest, whoever came and like tell them like, I don't think God's going to accept me because I changed my gender. And what, what, would like, the, what would the pastor say? The, I don't remember what they said, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't listen to those conversations. Oh, you're not allowed to. No, I. Well, I mean, I we choose not to when I was there, like, because mm. it was respectful. Okay. But I remember, like, that's what the pastor had like told us, like, oh, like, because like the nurse would ask, like, you know, what was the conversation about? And he was like, oh, like he felt this way, but it's like, you know, it's not true. Mm. So. Like, and that's, then, that's then, all they would say because we couldn't really reveal. They would only, the pastors and the priests would only reveal things if it was, like, very, like, dangerous. Or, like, I think they're going to do something to themselves like tonight. Like, themselves or something. Mm-hmm. Like, we should watch them. Like, that's that's basically what they would say. But if it was just, like, a conversation, like, yeah. they wouldn't really reveal much. Got it. They would reveal it to, sometimes to the doctor, like, the psych doctor that uh-huh. was there. But, like, I don't, again, I wasn't allowed to hear those conversations. Gotcha. So. But it's just Oof. sad. So what were you gonna say? No, I cut you off early. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to it. We're gonna take a break. We'll right okay. Back. All right. So, what really stuck with me with what you said mm-hmm. that I know, like when I when I when I go home, it's gonna stick. Is mm-hmm. that you? You asked a rhetorical question. You said, "Would God be upset with you if you went to see a therapist?" And the answer is no. God, God is such a, he's such a good and loving God. And God have, has placed people in certain roles to be of help and to be of aid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that really stuck with me. Exactly. So it's like, what's wrong with, with seeing somebody? If, like, you know, they probably gave, like you said, gave that role to them. Like, yeah. gave that career path to them. And like, I, and, and that's what they are here to do. And it's right. like, what's wrong with, what's wrong with this? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I did low-key kind of hate on therapists. I'm not going to lie, I'm going to say it right <laughs> I'll be real. Not hate on them. That's, hate is a strong word. But I was kind of like, oh, therapist. But that was, I feel like that was like the man in me and kind of like, yeah, I got Jesus. But like, I don't want to say like Jesus. Jesus is everything. He's no, he, all, you know what I mean? Yes, like, no, and I, I completely say, agree like, with you. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure whoever's you, watching, hearing this would say the same. Like, right. okay, like I get you. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. You, you, made, you made perfect sense with what you said. You know, God would not be upset if you went to see a therapist. So, hey, fellas out there, don't be afraid. You know, don't feel like you got to be in this, you know, tough macho man uh, persona that you can't go and talk to anybody and be vulnerable because same for women like don't feel like you're weak for seeing somebody yeah like you're not you're not going to be deemed as weak to your kids you're not going to be deemed as weak to like your family members and it's like and if they think that way like you know certain family members if they think that way that's that's on them that's they got they either they're against it for whatever reason Mm -hmm. or they are you know that's them that's them 
So it's like you can't really. But if it's like if it, if it's helping you and it makes you happy, and you, or you think that it'll make you happy and help you, then by all means, like yeah. just do it. I'm just curious to just like just see like yo tell me tell me what you see <laughs> like <laughs> tell me what you see what's up with me like like it it, it will be very very interesting and it's like there can't like you said like there you can't necessarily like we'll, we'll have like a diagnosis right there right like, right okay so not, this yeah. is what's wrong with you like yeah, no, no you can't go into it like damn. I wonder what they're going to say to me today yeah. like, or what meds they are going to give me today. Like that's probably not even the case. Like yeah. they, you could just be like, okay, like we're just having a therapist, conversation. Therapists, like you said, they guide, right? Be- because there's psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, they're psychiatr- the ones that prescribe yeah. okay. meds mm-hmm. and it, stuff. Got it. With, with, I want to talk a little, since we're on this topic with like depression, right? Mm-hmm. People that deal with depression. Like I feel like, do you feel like everybody deals with depression? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I would say yes, but then it's like I have seen like there are like people who, ju- who just are like not sad. But at the same time, it's like I don't know if you're lying to yourself, mm. if you either are or you're not. So it's like I can't say. So it's like I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I know, like, I know for a fact, like, I go through, like, some dark days. COVID was definitely one of the times where I was at my lowest mentally. So Mm. it's, like, that's where I feel like it, like, it came out more during that. Um, And, of course, with other things in life, like, when you hit your lowest, like, a breakup or certain things, it's, like, that's when. See, that's so crazy to me. I can't, like, I've gone through, like, hard breakups, right? Mm -hmm. But, like. I don't, I guess the definition of depression is I'd like different to like different people. Like, Mm -hmm. like speaking for myself, I feel like, I feel like I was just very sad, but I I wouldn't classify it as depression. Yeah, no, I I get, I have, I know like for myself, like, oh, I don't know. Like if you're sad, like, I don't know how sad you are, you know, or like how, like what your dark days are to you look like. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, it's, like, it's hard for me to get out of bed, do anything. Like, my entire house looks very clustered. Mm. My room looks clustered. And the more it gets clustered with the whatever I do or just, like, leave, like, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, it's, like, how did you, how did you figure out, like, okay, because these, like, this is how I'm acting, like, you know, my room's not clean, you know, I'm kind of, I want to be in bed all day, like. It was the same as you, it was like, why am I sad all the time, like, why am I sad so much, and it's like, I kind of have to, like, get myself out of it, Mm -hmm. so it's like, I don't, I don't even know, like, so it's it's like, it's it's like, like, I feel, I'm, and when you read into depression, it's like, maybe I'm just self-diagnosing myself, you know, maybe Mm. I am, maybe we are, but it's like, when I read into it, I'm like, damn, like, i genuinely feel like that's what i have and i would how to see a professional to be able to say to be like okay maybe that is what i have um before for them to say like i have what i have but it's like i i don't know it's just it's like so it's hard to explain because it's like why is like why am i so sad like why am i so like i don't want to get out of bed i don't want to deal with anybody yeah. why am i crying so much mm-hmm. like it's and just I, like i truly believe like like with everything that you're saying i truly believe there are definitely like like spiritual things behind it of yeah. course mm-hmm. i truly believe that but i also like to think 
think outside the box often, you know, and just be like, you know, like, wow, like even to the to the point of like realizing like, yo, am I like feeling depressed right now? You know? Yeah, that's you know what I mean? No, I get you. Like kind of realizing like, yo, my room's not clean. I've been missing the gym. You know, I've been like, you know, and I feel like maybe maybe just for for men in general, like we kind of just nah, we're not depressed. Like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not depressed. You know, like I'm just I'm just being lazy or you know, I'm I'm just not nah, I don't you know, like no, procrastinating. That's, that's what we, I was taking it as too, but then I'm just like, wait, like I'm and I've been told by like a few people that I'm like pretty self aware. And it's like that yeah, I've grown I'm, to be self aware. And I'm like, really? Uh, okay, I guess. Because I noticed it. I, I, I realized that, too, because mm-hmm. you were talking about it. You were like, you know, I picked up on little clues and, like, you know, like you're saying, yeah. the room wasn't clean. And it took a long time to be able to realize these things because mm-hmm. I would also, like, look back on, like, how I was before, like, or, like, like just look back on how I was before, like, b- like before when I was living with my parents or, like, you know, like, not, just, like, not out the house or anything. Like, I was looking at all of that and I was like, damn, like, that was that was probably depression mm. or that that sounds or looks like a lot like depression like why was i like that mm. so it's like i would pick up on certain things i'm like damn is that like something that i have because like i i feel that way right now like it's starting to creep back like I, I would start picking up on so i would notice it yeah and i would notice things and i'm just like i don't know but like i, I it's hard to explain people probably understand what i mean but like or maybe not, I don't know. But, like, it's that's how, literally how it was, like, starting to realize certain things. Yeah. I know what anxiety, like, I know I definitely have anxiety. Because <laughs> um, I, like, um, I've had my panic attacks. I've had my anxiety attacks. Um, my parents witnessed one one day. Because my parents, and, of course, like, this goes a lot with, like, parents. Like, they don't believe a lot in, like, mental health things. And I feel like um, it's, it, it, it's, I don't want to say it like this, but, like, foreign parents yes like no 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 i get what like, you mean you like because like like, this <laughs> mental health was just not a thing yeah, for them thing, growing yeah, yeah. up like it was just like unheard of right so like when my parents first experienced my anxiety attack the first anxiety attack that i had my dad did not know what to do like he was just very like like it was i don't know even i don't even remember why i had the anxiety attack but it was like very bad i was hyperventilating like, I felt like I was going to pass out. Like, it was really, really bad. And, like, my mom was just, like, not knowing what to do. And then, like, at, I think at a point, my dad noticed, like, I think this is what, what's going on with you. Um, like, or, like, in his head. Like, didn't say that out loud, but in his head. Because then, like, with time, my, I, my dad, and he doesn't want to admit it, but, like, we've noticed that, like, he also has anxiety. Like, I do the same. Like, he has anxiety attacks as well it just doesn't you know say it but like you know it's like it's just some it's just things that like you pick up on and it's like my i think my dad like noticed that whatever was going on with me he was like oh like that happens to me too like what is it like is that is that common like why why does that happen to you too i thought it only happens to me like that kind of thing so like and, like, my dad's, you know i don't want to say like hey you have anxiety but like i told my dad i'm like dad i'm pretty sure like this is anxiety because this is what like you know this is what we're both experiencing so it's like he's aware that like of what it is so it's like and he's aware now him and my mom are aware of like you know when i get my anxiety attacks and like raul like my boyfriend like he notices when i'm like about to get into one too 
And, like, stress is, like, one of the biggest, like, things for me. So it's, like, if I'm extremely stressed, I will definitely have one. Or if I'm, like, extremely under pressure. I mean, sometimes I work under pressure. But, like, it depends. I don't know. It just comes out of nowhere. Or even, like, there have been times where it just genuinely just comes out of nowhere. And I'm, like, what was the trigger? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's weird. It's, like, hard to explain. But it's like okay. I now I've learned to pick up things where I'm just like, okay, it's happening. Okay, no, like I have to ground myself and like realize, okay, like no, like I'm not gonna let it get this far yeah. this time. Or sometimes I just let it happen, and I'm just like, all right, now it's over. Wow. So. See, my um, spiritual senses are kicking in, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I truly believe, like you know, like because I know you believe in like spirits. You're put your, you know, your your family's church going family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe like a lot of things, it's just spiritual things that we can't comprehend. No, yeah, you know? I agree. And a lot of, you know, a lot of things that you were saying was like, I don't know why I had this anxiety attack. I don't know where this came from. And, and a lot of times it's, it's spiritual things, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, God is also there to, to ground us and to, to give us peace and comfort because yeah. God knows, you know, Jesus knows how we feel. Mm-hmm. He knows like we'll we'll get depressed sometimes we'll feel sad like there are bible people i don't like to call them characters because make it seems like it's a cartoon or a tv (laughs) show or whatever right but like there are actually like biblical Biblical, people yeah yeah like that suffered with anxiety Mm -hmm. they suffered with depression like can you imagine how depressed job was when he lost everything Mm -hmm. like yo he was probably feeling depression times 10 right you know so Jesus understands these things, and that's why he says, you know, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest, mm-hmm. you know? So that's the beauty of it, too. And obviously, there, God has also given us, you know, people to talk to, friends to talk to, um, things to, you know, hobbies to do, going to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, taking your mind off of things sometimes, you know? And, and, and that's why I believe Jesus sometimes he was like, okay, well, I'm going to go out and pray in the wilderness by myself. Yeah. You ever feel anxious or, you know, um, stressed and you go out for a walk or something and, you know, yeah. just clear your head, you know? And, and it's, it's like it's, when, like, like you said, like when Jesus was here, we don't know what he was feeling as well. Right. And the, the, um, there's a song by, um, Chandler Moore and it's called, he understands, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like everything that we feel, like God became man in the form of man, in the form of Jesus Christ. Like he went through every single emotion that anybody in this world has felt. So if there's anybody that understands the anxiety and the depression and the pain, like it's Jesus, you know, and he tells us like, hey, listen, like I'm here for you, you know? And one of the ways that, I like if I'm feeling very stressed and you know or overburdened you know I go to God that's my thing you know um I was talking to Bella mm-hmm. and she was talking about how how she suffered with anxiety like suffered with anxiety and she would like shake you know mm-hmm. and now her relationship with God you know is growing exponentially it's amazing to see the growth that god is doing in her life and she talked to me and she was like man when i picked up my bible and i really was like god you know this anxiety that i'm feeling all this depression i'm giving it to you Mm -hmm. because 
I, I can't deal with it. You know, it was really bad for her. And she went to God and to just like, for God to just deal with her because most of these things, this like depression, anxiety, we will never understand. It. No, yeah. You know, it's very deep. It's very, very deeply rooted. So like we won't ever understand it. And it's just, it's so awesome that we're talking about this. Like, I know. I'm not as close as to God as I should be, which I know. And it's like, no, it's, it's admirable okay. to see it, like, you know, with you and um, Bella. And um, it's very admirable. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying. And, like, it's just, we, like, I guess from, like, all the stuff that's, like, you know, that I grew up on church-wise, mm -hmm. like, I have to come back into it myself. Yeah. It's just, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to. Of course, so it's of like, course. Like, even me, like, um, I, like, these past couple months, like, um, I was, like, struggling to get, you know, spend time with God. And, you know, God is such a good guy. Like, he understands and not to use that as an excuse mm -hmm. or whatever, but like I genuinely enjoy spending time reading my Bible because it's like it gives me so much peace, right? And it just helps me to to know the God that I serve and the God that loves me. And when I wasn't reading my Bible, I can see that life was speaking so much louder, mm. you know, to me. Like all these things that were going on, it's like, no, like, I need, I need to go to the Prince of Peace right now. Like, like, there's nowhere else that I can find, like, this peace. The Bible calls it peace that passes all understanding. So it's like you can't even comprehend it. Like, yo, why am I feeling so joyful? Why am I feeling so much peace? Like, where did this come from? And, you know, there's a big difference between happiness and joy. Like, joy is from within. It's deep from within. And it's, you know, it's God that gives us the joy. And happiness is temporary, you know. Mm -hmm. If we're feeling sad... Okay, you're going to go out and play soccer. That makes you happy. You're going to go out and shop. That makes you happy, right? But the mall's closed. Yeah. You know, the stores are going to close, right? The soccer game is going to end. And that happiness is temporary. It's going to fade away. And then it'll all come crumbling down. But when you have that joy, the joy of the Lord, the Bible calls it, then, you know, that's like a, like a never-ending flow, right? So, oh, so good. I can go on and on about Jesus, <laughs> man. <laughs> So I do want to try this awesome game, game out. Okay. This is a questionnaire thing here. And you can ask me a question too. This is like, this is. Um, the get deep part. Yes. <laughs> get more deeper than we're getting. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to, I can't, I can't ever do this. I can't do it like oh how some people do it. You know, like the card thing. The shuffling part. Yeah. I can't do it either. It's I attempted no, for, it would have all flown yeah. if I would have tried. So I'm going to let you do it. E for effort. See, right. this is the best I can do right here. And look how slow it is. <laughs> I don't know how people do this. All right. That's good enough. Pick a card, any card. Oh, no. Okay. It says, if every human came with a warning label, what would yours say? Oh. Um, that's a good one. I don't know. Um, wow. Um, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> can get temperamental? I don't know. 
be care be careful of temp or be wary of temper or something i don't know you feel because you do you feel like you get hot you explode quick? no not i don't get exp i don't explode like like that i don't know i guess it depends on the situation right. or um i don't know uh i guess i don't know but i know i have a temper like i know i have it i just sustain it certain things let it out but uh um, how do you how do you how do you deal like for example for me like i um if I feel myself getting hot, like, I will just shut down. Like, I'll just be quiet. So, I could either shut down or, like, go for a walk. Uh-huh. Um, I try so hard not to lash it out on anybody because I'm like, I know I've had that problem in the past mm -hmm. to lash it out when I'm angry. And I'm like, why am I so angry? Right. Now, I just kind of just, I started going to the gym again. So, go to the gym again. Imagine. Like who was it? What was it? The, today I literally was on the phone with Raul and I was like, "Babe, I'm gonna go to the gym. Like I'm too anxious. I'm too irritable. Like I, I'm gonna go to the gym and yeah. work this out." And he was like, "You go, babe." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and I just went and I was there for and I was like texting him because like I hate when people hog the gym machines and they're on their phone. So I was literally texting him. And I was like, "There's this guy on the machine and he needs to get out because he's not doing anything." And I'm getting so upset. And I just sat there staring at him, like waiting for him to just like. <laughs> read the room yeah. like just get up and eventually he did i was like all right cool like but like that's just how we get i don't know i love how you texted him like i can't believe this guy no that here. was literally me <laughs> i'm like i can't believe this like oh my god like i'm just like sound like an old lady <laughs> to text him that was just the, the most funniest thing like mid-workout yo you would not believe <laughs> this guy has been here for he's like this guy 25 minutes I'm like, what are you oh she's at the gym <laughs> like he's probably like yo what <laughs> that's hilarious mm -hmm. that's what about you what would your warning label be oh. hmm. warning label hmm. first they're sour then they're sweet first he's sour then he's sweet i could see that <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my friend, my one one of my best friends, Jason. Um, he, I'm not even calling my best friend. My brothers, my, my brothers. So he, he um, the first time we met, um, I actually looked at him like it was walk. It was in high school, no middle school, walking, and I was like, who the like who the heck are you? Like I, that's what I said to him. I was like, who the heck are you? What are you looking at? And I was just so mean to him. I don't know why. <laughs> I was, I was like, you mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have never. But, <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard to imagine. But like, yo, I was, I was, I was rough. I was rough. So he was like, I was like super mean to him. And I, I just came like with this like alpha male, like, yo, like, who are you? Like grilling him down and everything. Mm -hmm. And now look at us, pals. <laughs> so warning labels. First he's sour, then he's sweet. <laughs> All right. All Oh, I'm going to... Yeah. You're going to pick a card yeah, now? Yeah, I'll pick one. Okay. Well, I can't shuffle it well, so we're going to do this. Yeah. Everybody goes for, like, the middle. You know what? I'm going over here. Oh, okay. I said everybody, like, everybody's here. <laughs> here we go. What flaws would you be okay with in a romantic partner? Andreita. <laughs> here we go. This oh, is, no. Here we go. <laughs> Andreita, here we go. What flaws would you be okay with in a romantic partner? 
You know, oddly enough, I'm okay with um, with a little attitude. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, you know, my my lady is a Latina, <laughs> Colombiana, so you know, a little rough. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm okay I know. with uh, <laughs> your voice is cracking. I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, because you know what? I like, yeah, you know, I, there's really no explanation. To this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm okay with it, you know, like, because it's not, it's not like everybody has, a, you know, attitude. Everybody mm-hmm. has a little, you know, pizzazz to them, right? I even have the. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know that I have a smart mouth. I thought I was. <laughs> Apparently, I'm I'm very uh, I'm slick with the words that I say, so I accept it, you know. <laughs> so that's my little attitude, and yeah, sometimes she could be a little feisty, but you know, all in that, that's just a minor flaw. I love her how she is. Okay. I love her how she is. <laughs> I'm trying to think with Raul. Uh, let's. I'm trying to think. You said a flaw. What yeah. flaw you were you are okay with? What flaws would you be okay with? Okay, so let's see. So he does get like, so he gets distracted very easily, <laughs> <laughs> like very easily. And at first, it was just like, I was just not for it. I'm just like, I'm not for this like random distraction. <laughs> Like, I mean, and I mean in terms of, like, he'll do something mm-hmm. and then be, like, sick of it or forget where it is and just leave. And I'm just like, you were in the middle of this. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just like, it bothers me, but then sometimes it just makes me laugh. So I'm just like, what, what occurred to you in the moment of time for you to be like, screw this and then just do something else? Like, I was, it just blows my mind. So sometimes I literally sit there and I'm like, what happened? I just start laughing. Or like, yeah, or like he's just extremely random. Like, I think one, like he'll literally start saying like random sayings or something that he heard. And sometimes like I would get very upset. Like, you got to be serious in this situation. Like, stop being like, it would bother me because I'm just like, he's not being serious. Like, we're having a serious (laughs) conversation. Yeah, that's Andrea with me. Like, literally. And then he'll just like throw something like, I don't know, like a line from SpongeBob or like Family Guy. And I'm just like, I just stare at him, like, so, like, annoyed. Like, wh- why? Like, like, where did that come where from? Where did this come from? He would be like, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> like, okay. And then sometimes it would bother me, and sometimes it would just make me laugh. So yeah. that's those are flaws that I'm okay with, because he's just, like, he's a giant kid at heart. And yeah. I'm like, I can't be mad at you. Yeah. Oh, man. He, he, imagine he's, like, out the door. He's like, He probably hmm. is at the door right like, now. Like, listening to it. <laughs> like, uh, huh. I'm going to remember that. Right. <laughs> But we love them. We love them. Yes. We right. love them. I'm going to pull another card. Let's do it. Let's put a random one. What's one weird belief you used to have when you were a kid? Mm. For me, it was the stork. <laughs> I never heard of that. The one with the, you know, I, I think it's a stork. The bird that kind of looks like a pelican, but not a pelican, that would carry children. Oh, yeah, yeah, It would yeah, carry yeah. children to your doorstep. So that's what I believed. <laughs> you thought that was I, I thought because I saw, like, what was it? I think the movie Dumbo. Yeah. And then in The Grinch. It also happened in The Grinch. Don't they carry it in, the in like, a bag, though? 
not a bag, but like sometimes a little, it was in some movies it was a basket, in some it was right. just like a blanket, like swaddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I believed it. I really believed it for like a, a long time. I'm just like, wow, this is how kids, this is like, I'm like, so I was just dropped off at your doorstep. Cool. Like it's pretty much what I thought was being brought up. Oh, man. Let and then see. it was, yeah. One weird belief you used to believe when you were a kid. I'm honestly, I thought wrestling was real. I thought WWE was real. I think a lot of people real. did. Yeah, I literally. I believed it did. It was too. Right. And then at some point, I started hearing like, "It's fake. It's fake." Yeah. And I'm like, "Where go- are these coming? Like, where is the fake coming from?" Right. And I'm like, "Oh, it's rehearsed." Okay. Like, I didn't know <laughs> right. either. I'll never forget watching this one um, episode. It was Brock Lesnar with this one kid that was like on a wheelchair, and he he only had like one leg, but mm-hmm. he wrestled, and like. There was a um, a locker room scene, or like a garage scene. Like they were outside, and and Brock Lesnar had him like on a wheelchair, and like I think he was tied up or something. And there was a flight of stairs, and he was like, and he just threw him like on the wheelchair all the way down, and he just fell. Like and I was like, he's dead. <laughs> like I was watching, I was like, he's dead, he's dead, <laughs> he's dead. Like I can't believe they showed it on TV. Like he's dead, he killed him. And since, like, I will never forget, I was like, Brock Lesnar's such an evil person. Like, I can't believe you. Did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Me and WWE, we were, uh, we were a fair, uh, a fun team. Every Thursday and Friday and Velocity. If you were a deep WWE fan, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sunday Night Heat, all that. Oh, my God. You want to go one more? Sure. All right. Let's do it. dun 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 Card. Okay. I go. I always go for the medal. Yeah. <laughs> What's one sign that you would probably stay friends with someone for life? Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. A sign that would probably mean. I got um, there for them to. <laughs> um, I have a couple, but it's hard to pick like one. Like I guess like the, I don't know, like the sense of humor mm. or like the. The ability to be real, yeah. like that's two, but it's like hard to pick one. So it's like the, I guess the ability to just be real. That's good. So and like vulnerable. That's good. For me, it would be loyalty. Mm. Definitely loyalty. Like you could be loyal as a friend. Like nah, that's we locked in. For What's life. an example? Man, okay. Um. Oh. <laughs> I got a good one, but it's going to take some time. So we're going to be back. <laughs> you heard the monotone in that voice? Yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> throughout the whole thing um, was was just like it just blew my mind you know it just it was like he kind of gave everything that he had to make sure that I wasn't going to end up in a bad situation with whatever happened I'm not going to get into it but 
with what happened. He made sure that, like, yo, like, I'm going to be there for you. And, like, thank God it didn't go. It didn't, like, lead up to anything crazier. Mm -hmm. But I knew that it was going to go left. But, you know, um, his hand in the situation helped it so much that, you know, thank God, I, you know, it didn't end up in, you know, jail time or whatever or anything like that. So when I saw that, you know, and there are many, many things that, he, that he, he's done and, like, I don't want to say proven his loyalty, but just showed mm-hmm. how loyal he is. Like, he's, yeah, he's my brother for life. Randall's, like, here, <laughs> you know? Like, I just thank God for, for him in, in, in my life. He is more than, more than a friend to me. He's, uh, like, a blood brother through and through. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, that was a good question. I think for my friends, it's, like, um, for us, we, like, we kind of, like, call out on our shit. Mm. Like, I think I've... Probably we've like within my friend group, like I think we've all had interventions with each other. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, like and it's just like not even like planned interventions. Like right. it just happens where it's just like, oh shit, like someone's messing up. Yeah. And then we gotta talk about it. Like that's literally how it is. So I guess for us to just like catch us on our own shit. Yeah. Like that's basically what we do to each other. And that's so good because that's how you know you got real friends mm-hmm. that genuinely care. Yeah, and it's like we're not afraid to like be honest or be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, yeah. and it's like because no, no one else is gonna like do that. I mean, other than like family, but then there are people who are just gonna like make you like just like see you like let you act a fool, right, basic, right. basically. But it's like we're not, we we don't do that, right. and it's like we don't let us let each other act like fools yeah. like we're just like no like what are you doing like why are you doing this so. mm-hmm. shout out to our people mm-hmm. we love y'all <laughs> so man we talked about so much laura mm-hmm. and thank you for just you know opening up and you know for for this to even happen um but before we go like i always do on every every episode i have to leave you with whatever is on your heart anything that you want to say to anybody who might be listening i know we talked about depression we talked about anxiety um anything um that's on your heart anything you want to leave with um so i guess i would say like um if you feel like you would benefit from seeing somebody then definitely do it like Mm -hmm. don't let um whatever your family says or your or like your so-called friends if they don't think like it's appropriate for you like don't don't let it like like overshadow that idea like just like if you feel like it's going to benefit you then do it like get help talk to somebody i mean obviously talk to your friends and your family and whoever but like don't um if you still feel like that's not enough then like you know like go find go go find somebody you know like i said um and then ask for help like i said just keep asking for help see somebody go to church i know i have to go to church (laughs) and like you know get closer with god and everything so i'm speaking for myself as well so yeah that's what i could say there you have it (laughs) y'all till next time peace (laughs) thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you enjoyed that episode make sure you subscribe for future episodes feel free to rate and review. For more information and ways to support, check out our website at abreathwithbrefo.com.